W5 airs at 7 o'clock on Saturday night, so I'll bring you a little bit of audio from uh, Richard Krause's report in a moment. But first, I want to talk with investigative correspondent Molly Thomas, looking this week at the issue of how universities struggling to make money are increasingly uh, padding their ranks with foreign students who, of course, pay an awful lot more than Canadian citizen students. Molly Thomas joins us right now. Nice to have you. Good morning. What is the financial difference between a Canadian student and a foreign student? Well, it can vary at different places, but we were at Cape Breton University out east, and we were looking at the average student paying just under twenty or around twenty thousand, and a Canadian paying ten thousand. So it's almost halving it, right? And so it is a lot of money. And remember, you know, these are kids coming from different countries around the world where the dollar value may not be the same. So that is a it's a lot of life savings for people. It is their parents' hard-earned money or even leveraging their land. Uh, it's a big deal to come to this country. And the core of your report is this one university you're talking about where they are accused of over-enrolling foreign students. Yeah, it's been really, really fast. So we've seen, you know, the school, a small school, uh, more than double in the last uh, few years. And so you see, you know, the the university says it's a great thing. Look at 7,300 kids are on campus, 70% international. Like, look at us go. But then you start talking to the students and you're realizing, you know, before they came, there was a, a severe affordable housing crisis in that community. It's one of the poorest economic regions, um, you know, and so we're, we're talking to kids who are living in squalor, uh, terrible places where slumlords are taking advantage of them. You also have, you know, it's normal for eight people to live in a duplex, uh, you know, and, and, and this is just what they're, they're like, there's nothing else available. There are some student residents, I will say, but there's no kitchens in the dorms. So anyone that wants to cook any food from their own culture or just make their own meal, you can't do that. So, you know, a lot of students are opting to live in the community. Um, and then, you know, buses are another problem. You have students that are standing out in the freezing cold in Cape Breton. Just buses are coming by. They're full. Got to wait for the next one. Missing classes. Like, there were infrastructure issues there that just don't seem to have been ready for these kids. I'm also finding myself wondering, and I'm not sure if you can speak to this, Molly Thomas, but how it changes the chemistry of the university. For example, you know, the language issues. Is it getting to the point where teaching is being compromised? There was. Actually, we have a professor that that speaks to us in our story, and and she definitely questions that for sure. Like she said to me, 75% of her students she teaches mostly international, would fail. Now, let me put that in context, because she said, you know, these are kids coming in. They're not 18-year-old kids. They're people with accounting degrees, law degrees, business degrees. They're very, very intelligent people. But she kind of questions, you know, is their English up to par to be able to write at a level of Canadian student? And so, you know, that's the question. Are we just rushing in these kids to make sure that we, you know, hit the budget line and, and the bottom line? Or, you know, is this the best environment for them to thrive, for the Canadian community to thrive? I mean, the affordable housing crisis now you have thousands of kids in that community um trying to find a place to live what it also affects canadians right and so that that's going to have a double hit on both sides molly thank you very much looking forward to seeing it hey thank you molly thomas is an investigative correspondent with w5